If you haven't noticed by now, most of the candidates I'm supporting or have been interviewing, not really supporting, but giving a chance to air out on Mike of New York have been the underdogs. And uh, there is probably an underdog who was an overdog who suddenly just became dog because of what happened with his uh, uh, electoral race up in Buffalo, New York. That, of course, is Byron Brown. Byron, who's been mayor for four terms in Buffalo, did not expect a major primary challenge, apparently, and was taken uh, by surprise, they say, by uh, India Walton and, uh, and her group, who came out of nowhere, basically, uh, unexpectedly, and ran a very hard campaign in Buffalo, leading to, uh, to her winning the Democratic primary up there, which was a very good effort on her part and that of the... Uh, well, uh, the, the uh, Democratic Socialists uh, or the American Communist Party, as they're also known. Um, in that light, of course, uh, Mayor Brown has a different situation now, and, and he's running as a write-in candidate. So his name is not even on the ballot. So you literally have to write down Byron Brown. you got to go to the lower corner of the ballot and write it down. And this is a man who basically saved, they say, the city. Um that was basically going to uh, hell in a, in a handbasket, somehow worked with all sides, and over a period of uh, 16 years has done a lot to keep Buffalo above, you know, water and alive, they say. Uh, although some people say he hasn't done enough when it comes to, you know, innovation, uh, that he's focused too much on, on um, traditional manufacturing, for many of his programs and other things, you have to remember also what kind of background the people have in that area. And traditional manufacturing is one of the major uh, areas that they focus on. Unfortunately, much of that manufacturing base has moved across the river to Canada, where it's actually a little bit cheaper uh, at times, but not really. Uh, it is cheaper primarily because of laws and regulations that unfortunately, no matter what Mayor Brown tries to do, as long as... Uh, you know, the uh, uh, current dispensation is running things in New York State, you're really going to be limited in what you can do. Now, India Walton is a totally different situation there. But India has enough social media support, and it is incredible. If you look at look at the level of stuff that's on Google, on Facebook, on much of these things, and you look at Byron Brown, he's got 1,500 people on his Facebook page. You know, I mean, that kind of tells you just how... Uh, laid back they were as far as dealing with the situation of, of having a major uh, politically savvy group come out and go against them. And that's that's probably why uh, he did not get the uh, the primary nomination. Um, but he still is a favorite of the Democratic Party of the state of New York. Except for the new wing of it, which is run by AOC, Chuck Schumer, of course. Well, you know, wherever there's a checkbook, Chucky's going to be happy, going to be there. So let's listen to Byron Brown. The city is much better and stronger now than it was before I took office as mayor of the city of Buffalo. We've been able to cut the tax rate to the lowest level in 30 years. We are spending the most money in the history of the city of Buffalo 
on youth summer employment. We've built the Northland Workforce Training Center to provide training to people in our community for the jobs of the future, particularly in advanced manufacturing. We have invested over $77 million in our park system. We've built over 2,200 units of affordable housing. We've created a program, Replace Old Lead Lines, to replace lead lines in homes throughout the city of Buffalo. And now, for the first time in 70 years, we have seen population growth in the city of Buffalo. This is a critical election for our future. I am asking every Buffalo voter for your support and your vote in the November mayoral general election, November 2nd. Please write down Byron Brown. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Now let's turn it over to our panel. We're going to start this evening with 7 Eyewitness News senior reporter Eileen Buckley, who's got our first question for you, Mr. Mayor. Eileen. Well, Mayor, I've covered your administration the last 15 years, and you have faced some accusations in multiple investigations, including an alleged pay-to-play housing deal. In 2019, we watched as stacks of boxes were hauled out of City Hall by the FBI at the Buffalo Urban Renewal Agency office. Now the Buffalo News is reporting that Bureau gave $20 million in funding to developers who have also contributed to your campaign. You have not been implicated but this was all under your watch. How do you respond to this? My response is that uh, nothing has come of that. We have not seen uh, any issue, any um, thing uh, brought forward that says why that was done. In fact, I have no clue uh, to this day, years later, why that actually even occurred. I can tell you that our development process in the city of Buffalo is a thorough one. It's a comprehensive one. Uh, we use requests for proposals uh, to try to get the best proje project at the best value for the residents of the city of Buffalo. And I feel confident in the processes that we have used that have led to over $8 billion of economic development in the city of Buffalo during my time as mayor of our city. Mayor, though, when you see that the Bureau had given developers funding for their development projects and yet they're giving to your campaign contributions, don't you believe that that looks a little suspicious to the public? Uh, it is completely a legal process. In our system of American government, uh, people have to raise money. Uh, it is expensive running for office. Uh, and there is absolutely no conflict, no issue uh, with uh, people who uh, are doing business with the government that are able to contribute to the government. So I don't think anyone has ever questioned uh, the legality of people uh, who legitimately uh, get work, who legitimately are investing in our city, who care about our city, contributing to try to put the best person, to elect the best person uh, to do the best job for the future of our community. 
Obviously, there are still many questions about what that FBI investigation will yield, and the FBI will not reveal any information about that investigation until it's complete. So we'll have to see and wait and see what happens when it comes to that investigation inside City Hall. Our 7 Eyewitness News political reporter, Ali Tui, has the next question. Ali. Well, good evening to you, Mayor. New York State Board of Elections disclosure reports analyzed by the 7 Eyewitness News I team show $10,000 was given to your campaign committee from Republican Carl Palladino linked limited liability companies or LLCs on October 18th. But you stated in the past you would not receive any contributions from Palladino. Your campaign claimed the LLCs aren't affiliated with Palladino, but court records show they are connected. Why did your campaign say that the money wasn't connected and will you still plan to keep the donation? Uh, it is my understanding that Mr. Palladino had no role and no involvement in those donations being made. Uh, it is $10,000, as you mentioned, and yes, I did make a commitment that I would not take a donation uh, from Mr. Carl Palladino, which we have not done. But I think the question uh, that you should be asking is why my opponent Miss Walton has over $300,000 in unitemized political contributions. We have absolutely no clue where that money comes from. My campaign, my donations are completely transparent. You can look up all of the donors, donors to my campaign uh, on our filings, which is why we file every single thing. No attempt to hide anything, no attempt to hide where our money comes from. The question that I think should be asked is what does Miss Walton have to hide and why has she not itemized over $300,000 of donations to her campaign? And, and Mr. Mayor, we can certainly ask those questions of Miss Walton tomorrow when she joins us tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, I just want to push you on this a little bit here because the question really was about that $10,000 donation from Carl Palladino linked LLCs. And court documents show that Carl Palladino, the Palladino Trust, are subsidized subsidiaries of Elegant Development, uh, which is the donor in this case. So let me just refer back to the question, will you continue to accept that donation or will you return it? Again, I will say that the information that has come to me is that Mr. Palladino had no decision making in that $10,000 that was donated. Uh, but the bigger question is Ms. Walton has over $300,000 in unitemized donations and she should tell the public where that money comes from, who it comes from, and I want to know, and I think the public wants to know, what she has to hide. And we will certainly follow up with Ms. Walton tomorrow night. Taylor Epps has our next question. Mayor Brown, good evening. This question comes from Jill, who commented on our WKBW Facebook page. She asks, what are your plans to vaccinate the rest of Buffalo? Well, Buffalo does not have a health department. Buffalo does not have responsibility for vaccinating people. Uh, the state of New York have, has a health department. Erie County has a health department. During the entire period of the pandemic, though, the city worked very closely with New York State and with Erie County uh, in helping people get tested for COVID-19. 
and helping hundreds of people get vaccinated for COVID-19. Uh, so there was a strong partnership uh, between the city, uh, the state, and Erie County government. In fact, we also partnered with the federal government in assisting people who wanted to be vaccinated get vaccinated. Throughout the entire course of the pandemic, uh, I have put out information as mayor about what people can do to uh, protect themselves, their families, their friends and co-workers uh, from COVID-19. And we have tried to provide every assistance that we can to people who want to get vaccinated uh, through uh, the uh, vaccination sites that were previously set up in our community by the federal government, the state government, and the county government. And I urge every resident in the city of Buffalo to get vaccinated. It is proven that the vaccine is safe and getting vaccinated saves lives. Mr. Mayor, I just wanna follow up briefly. Uh, you, you are on the Palladino question, the Palladino linked donation. I just want to be crystal clear here. It does not sound like you will return that donation. Is that accurate? Uh, no, I have no plan on returning a donation that did not come directly from Mr. Palladino. I committed uh, that I would not take money directly from Mr. Palladino. We have not taken money from Mr. Palladino. And it is my understanding of that donation that Mr. Palladino had no role in sure. the decision to make it. But more important than $10,000 donated, which was clearly itemized and very transparent for the community to see where that money came from, is the question of over $300,000 sure. of unitemized donations to Ms. Walton and where that money comes from. And we will again ask Walton those questions, Ms. Walton those questions tomorrow. I lean over to you. Well, Mayor, there are some who say you have not done enough for Buffalo's east side. While you have developed some great economic development, mostly for downtown Buffalo, but if you drive through many of the east side streets, there is clearly a need for help. If reelected, what is your vision for Buffalo's east side future? So we've done a lot uh, for Buffalo's east side. During my tenure as mayor, almost a billion dollars invested in the east side of Buffalo. So if you look at investment in parks, if you look at uh, investment in infrastructure, uh, if you look at what we've done to cut taxes uh, in the city of Buffalo to the lowest level in 30 years, that helps homeowners on the east side of Buffalo, it helps renters on the east side of Buffalo and all residents of our community. If you look at the fact that when I came into office, the landscape of uh, the city of Buffalo, mostly on the east side, parts of the west side, had abandoned, vacant, unsalvageable, dangerous structures. We've been able to demolish over 8,000 of those structures, many of them on the east side of Buffalo. Structures that made it impossible for people to get homeowners insurance. If a vacant structure was next to their home, down the street from their home, in some cases around the corner from their home, we remove that danger, we remove that blight from the east side of Buffalo. I'm also proud that my administration is the most diverse administration in the history of the city of Buffalo, hiring many residents from the east side of Buffalo 
in quality jobs where they are able to support themselves and their families. Well, Mayor, I'm going to jump back to the primary. I just want to ask you, um, it didn't appear that you took the opponents seriously at the time. Do you regret now not debating them for the primary? Well, again, like I said, I cannot go backwards. We're not in the primary right now. We are in a general election right now. The primary was a very low turnout election. Uh, roughly 23% of Democratic voters uh, participated in the election. Uh, the vote that Ms. Walton got was about 7% of the overall electorate. Now in the general election, there are over 155,000 people that are eligible to vote. And I am appealing uh, to every voter that is eligible to vote in the city of Buffalo for their support, sure. for their vote, to safeguard, to protect, and save the future of our city and keep progress moving forward. Ali Tui joins us now for our next question, and this one has to do with policing, Ali. Will you accuse Walton of cutting a 100 police positions if she's elected as part of her public safety plan? While she says she does intend to cut the budget by about $7.5 million, she has never claimed that she will fire 100 police officers to achieve that goal. So, Mayor, please explain where you're getting that from and why you believe it to be truthful. Uh, well, Ms. Walton spent months and months running around our city in the business areas and neighborhoods of our city uh, screaming that she wanted to see the Buffalo Police Department defunded, demanding that the Buffalo Police Department be defunded, and saying that you were going to cut $7.5 million from the police department budget would result in the layoff of over 100 police officers. Then when uh, that uh, was stated uh, and uh, the public heard her comments that she wanted to cut $7.5 billion coming into office from the police department budget, then she said she wanted to do it uh, by attrition, which is impossible. There is not that much attrition in the Buffalo Police Department. So she doesn't even understand uh, how retirements work and what the attrition level is in, every, in any given year in the Buffalo Police Department. When I pressed her on this issue in a debate, she said that she supported a study and had a study that told her that she could cut over $16 million from the police department budget. And that study says that you could do that by taking uniforms from police officers, taking equipment from police officers, and taking cars from police officers. Not only uh, would that lead to the layoff of police officers and less police on the streets of our city, it would decimate public safety in the city of Buffalo. Taylor, our next question comes from you. Mayor Brown, we also took to the streets to ask the community what they wanted to hear from you. So this question comes from John Lodi, who's a father from Buffalo's Elmwood Village. Uh, what are we going to do for the kids, um, you know, to ensure that there's some good community programs and different things for them to do to keep it safe and uh, build the community? Can we ensure that there's going to be enough 
um, positive influences for our children um, in the future or even tomorrow, you know. Mayor Brown, your response. So a number of things that we have done for our children and we will do for our children in the future. Uh, we are spending now the most money in the history of the city of Buffalo on youth summer employment and internship. I've already announced a plan to make our youth employment program for young people between the ages 14 to 21 a year-round program where we are employing young people in our community year-round. Uh, we also heavily support Say Yes to Education, uh, the scholarship program that um, the City of Buffalo has uh, that provides academic supports uh, to help our children and families get to the point where young people in the City of Buffalo uh, successfully graduate from high school, which has helped increase graduation rates in the Buffalo public schools. And then once students graduate from tra the traditional public schools or from uh, charter schools, they can then go on to college with a scholarship from the Say Yes program. Uh, the City of Buffalo has invested millions of dollars in that program. And this year, for the first time, looking at pandemic learning loss, I proposed a program uh, to the Buffalo Public Schools and funded it and partnered with the Buffalo Public Schools on an Earn to Learn program, uh, which would provide resources to our young people to go to summer school uh, to catch up academically so that they could get back on track academically and for seniors so that they could catch up and graduate on time. That program helped over 20 seniors graduate on time in the city of Buffalo. My plan is to make that a, uh, an ongoing initiative earn to learn for young people having to go to summer school in the city of Buffalo. I will also say that we have invested heavily uh, in community centers. We've invested heavily in the Buffalo Police Athletic League. And during the entire course of the pandemic, uh, the Buffalo Police Athletic League was providing all kinds of programming, uh, both remote uh, and in person, for young people in our city. Mr. Brown, I don't want to uh, cut you short of any time, but we, because that was such a long answer, we have a minute left for your closing statement, so please, the floor is yours. This election is about the future of our community, and it is about the future of every individual, every family, every business uh, that is in our city. The Buffalo News in endorsing my campaign, uh, my candidacy, uh, said that I know how to govern, that Byron Brown uh, has run the city well. It described Ms. Walton as dangerously inexperienced. Uh, this is a clear choice. I'm asking every voter in the city of Buffalo uh, for your support and your vote in this November general election for mayor of the city of Buffalo, please write down Byron Brown. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. We also want to thank our team of seven Eyewitness News journalists for their questions on behalf of you, the voter. Of course, our senior reporter Eileen Buckley, our morning reporter Taylor Epps, and our political reporter Ali Tui. Ladies, 
Thank you. And we invite you to join us tomorrow night at 7 p.m. right here on 7ABC and our WKBW app on your phone and connected TV as we welcome Democratic nominee India Walton to join us for another conversation with the candidates. Election Day one week from today, regardless of where you live, get out there and vote. I'm Edge Ranch. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you right back here tomorrow morning starting at 5. Good night.